Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I can tell my answer here is going to be different than yours. My answer is yes. I think Michigan State can win a national championship in the next decade. I think that because I think that there are things that are going to happen there under Mel Tucker that are irregular in historic nature. I was on the field when they beat Michigan. That was about so much more than beating Michigan. That was about announcing to the world with all the pregame shows in town and the spotlight on East Lansing that this is a place where you can come not just as a backup option, but as a premier option. You got offers from Ohio State? Come here anyway. You got offers from Clemson and Alabama? Think about coming here anyway. Because we got a pretty special thing going on up here, and it's only just begun. We're not interested in just winning games. We want to be great. We want to compete for championships. But if we want to compete for championships, we got to make a commitment every day to getting that much better. And then we get that much better by having great teammates and great team leaders. Don't call them. So we all got to get more difficult. We all got to get tough. Everybody's going to look at each other and say, I did everything that I could do for you. And I'm going to reiterate that now. It doesn't matter if people think Michigan State is or isn't capable of filling the blank. If you know you're capable of it, that's all that matters. And so Mel Tucker, I'll tell you this, he is recruiting with an energy at Michigan State I've never seen anyone recruit with there. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You are watching live. This is Brian Mossam with Inside the Locker Room. I am uh, alongside my co-host, the Honorable Jason Strayhorn. How I you love doing, that buddy? Honorable, man. Every time you say it, it makes my, 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 my uh, head your sweat a little bit. It's not the fact that it's hot as hell in here and that I'm happy to see you, man. You came in here hot off the jet from Florida, didn't need to be here, wasn't planned, and he just surprised everybody and graced us with your presence. Thank you for coming, Brian. First Thank of you. all, first of all, it's 42 degrees in here, number one. No, 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 Second no. Second no, of no. all, big players make big plays. Oh, big timer. Listen. You got to make a play. You show up today. <laughs> Big timer bullshitter. You show up today. You make some plays. How about that hype video? Woo! 
man, huh? that, got, that got my juices you know, flowing. You, I feel, you know, those guys are going to look back at that video like 50 years from now and be like, that was me. 50 years from now. I mean, my God. You're talking April in a football season. Hey, listen, man. This is something special. Every one of us. You always got something to say, man. I'm tired of your bull jive. Am I interrupting you? Yes. All right. Go ahead. Tell us what you got to say, Jason. Brian, the floor is yours. No, no. Go ahead. I mean, it's April. It's April. And everybody wants to hear you. No, no. We're in the doldrums of MSU sports. (sighs) Basketball's over. Football's over. Why is basketball? Why is it over? We'll get into that in in a few minutes. But, I mean, how excited. Has Mel made this a a, a 12-month season or what? Uh, I think so. You answer that question. It's your floor. Oh, I think, I mean, that that video itself gets us all excited. And, (laughs) you know, I think the way that they have, the program has engaged the fans. It's incredible. Oh, it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, Speaking of former players and fans, which we were not, but. This past weekend, uh, uh, we had... Who's uh, not a fan? I mean, we're all fans, but we're Spartans first. Yeah. We're Spartans first. Fanatical fan. Yeah. Fanatical Spartans. We are. Tell us about this past weekend, Jason, when you went over to former Spartan dogs, come back home, East Lansing. Oh, man. What a a weekend it was. Tell us about it. Oh, look at that. Look at that. There, there you go right there. See, look, this a, that's a close look at what it was for the Spartan Dog check-in. You got Sheldon Thomas right there, the preacher. Is that Bobby Pops? Bobby Pop? Pops. Oh, yeah. Alan Haller. Shalik Calhoun. All kinds of – hey, let me tell you something. It was 300-plus Spartan Dogs with guests in attendance to this weekend's festivity. Oh, it's Pops right there, Popovsky. Tony Popovsky. Hey. Uh, Janal St. D. Sack Master, Strip Sack. Strip Sack. Look at all these guys. Donovan Clark. It was wow. beautiful. It was, it, was, it was incredible to see Big Move, all the guys that were there with their children, their wives, all kinds of people. Uh, Mel Tucker being able to welcome everybody in, in after uh, the COVID era, which, you know, restricted the attendance numbers for a lot uh, of people. The wind, the weather didn't cooperate, but, you know, luckily we have the indoor facility, the Weave. Everybody just moved it on inside, and we accommodated things nicely, Brian. It was just a great event to see the facilities, to see the plans that are in store for Michigan State football, and also to see the team as it stands right now. And I'm telling you what. Mel Tucker's got something rolling with that Michigan State football team. You know, when you talk about culture and you talk about program, you see everybody that's coming back to visit. What does that say about what Mel's building over there? Mm. I mean, when you look at the words of Amir Speed, who is the epitome, he's a transfer from Georgia. Georgia is obviously the school who won the national title uh, this year. And he says that what it feels like here is that Michigan State is on the on on the brink of a national title. You can feel with the tradition in the past, plus the culture that he is building. There's a championship vibe in East Lansing, no doubt about it, Brian. Totally agree. Cannot disagree more. Um, you cannot disagree more. 
I'm sorry, I cannot agree more. I cannot disagree more with the, with the sweat on your forehead. Why are you sweating so much? Because I am... I just want to know why. Let me tell you why something. Why are you sweating? Let, 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 let it's me, 38 let me degrees something. out. Why are Th you sweating so much? Th I adopt a relentless <laughs> behavior. <laughs> tell you, us why. You, I, you, your forehead has, Christine, I don't know how many cc's units. 32 uh, units. Uh, 32 units of what? What is that shit that people put in their Botox. forehead? Botox. Botox. So like fantastic. you do the Botox. Like me, I don't do that. I don't do that Botox, Brian. Bo Brian, Botox. listen to we we you, you know we can we can have to go through heaven. I had to go take you Botox through heaven. Botox doesn't make you sweat to get you here. Botox to get you here. doesn't make you sweat, Jason. Brian, Why you, you just sweating? got off the plane. We had to go through all oh, hell and high water to get you here because of all the bullshit you were pulling. You're eating desserts, all kind of ridiculous stuff over at the restaurant. I mean, we're trying to get out of there. We're, I, I said, look, we got to start this show, man. You're like, oh, no, man, one more one more apple pie, man. One more pizza, man. You eating pepperonis. I, I don't think you're allowed to eat pepperoni. You're eating them. So look, I got you here, okay? I got you here against with your religion, with my religion, it's a relentless attitude that I had to have. And that's something that Mel Tucker taught me. He taught me that when I was a, a youngster back at Michigan State, when he was a grad assistant, about that relentless behavior. Sim similar to what Nick Saban was talking about at the same time, Brian. And, and it carries over so that I can carry you onto this show. Thank Mr. you. Mr. CC. Jason, thank you for bringing me on the show. Man, appreciate that forehead. You. Look at that forehead of yours. Fantastic. Look, the forehead looks fantastic. It's wrinkled on one side. One side is smooth. No, no, no. I don't know. That's the angle. That's the angle. Okay. Tell us about this recruiting weekend. Big recruiting weekend. Ryan Yates, four-star safety from Denton, Texas, picks up an MSU crystal ball. Five-star offensive tackle, Samson Okanlala. We had Chase. Basanti here. What'd you call it? Okanlala? Close enough. Madden <laughs> no, Sager. No, it's not close enough. Cole we need Dellinger, that. We love Trevor you, Samson. And we, we, you deserve, Samson. And we, you deserve to have your name we love said Samson. correctly. Okanlala. We love Samson. Are you kidding me? Samson's been the discussions inside of our We're going to talk rooms. to Coach Cap about that. How you say Coach Cap? We can't. We can't. You know what? We can't. We'll talk about Coach Cap. Coach Kapilovic. can't talk about recruits, but let Samson know that. I just want to know how to say the name. That's it. We're not Samson talking about recruits. Samson is high on all our boards, and everybody in Spartan Nation, from the staff to the to uh, any any position, any analyst ha has Samson right up there, and everybody everybody within Spartan Nation wants him to don the green and white. Yeah. So we had a a hell of a weekend. Um, anything to report from that weekend, Jason? Uh, I, mean, I just saw a lot of lot of great um, football. I saw great families with the recruits. Samson, I missed him. I wish I could have met him. I want to meet you soon, Samson. So just just stay tuned. Uh, but I did get a chance to meet Chase Basantis, big fella out of New Jersey. That that now how that, big that, does he look? Tell uh, me what listen, is he, does, he, does he pass the eyeball test? Oh man, all day long, man. If he go with Coach Cat, I'm gonna tell you if he if if. He makes the right decision. He comes with Coach Cap under the tutelage of one Mel Tucker in Michigan State and comes here to East Lansing. Hey, man. I mean, this guy's going to make a lot of money, man. Salary cap's going up. 
You see, our buddy Brian Allen just got $24 million. That's going to be dropping the bucket. And for you, Chase, that's probably going to be per year. You know, Brian got three years, $24 million. And Chase probably going to get that per year when you look out. So look out. Look out. Look, this is New Jersey. This is the guy who's a stud. He's hand clean. I asked him about his lifting numbers. He said he's benching about 405, 450, something like that. He's hang cleaning, which wow. is a, it's a – 315, and he's squatting over 550, 600 pounds. He's definitely a Spartan dog, in my opinion. The way he handles business, he's got friends on the team. Uh, Berger, uh, the running back from Wisconsin, they, they went to the same high school. So there's some connectivity there for us to get a guy like that because it just makes sense for him to come to Michigan State. And uh, I, I know, you know, Coach Cap cannot talk about recruits, obviously. But, you know, this, is, this guy means a great deal to this program and to the, to the coaching staff. Future is definitely bright for that young man. See, I mean, you and I have both been around this game a long time. I think, I think we know a little bit about the offensive line. A little bit. We know a little bit about uh, coaches' reputations across the country. Yeah, I mean, and, what's his name? A.J. Morgan said he wants to know if we can get some fresh bodies, me and you. Something about fresh bodies so, we can, so they can practice. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. But you and I AJ. both know, you and I both know, Coach Cap, the reputation that he has across the country. When you talk about folks from the West Coast to the East Coast to South Florida to the Midwest, you and I both know the reputation Coach Cap has in terms of developing talent. And uh, if you're an offensive lineman that uh, wants to take it to the next level, um, there's two words. Juice squad. No question. Juice squad. No question about it. No That's question. what they call it. Andrew DePape also uh, visited this weekend. Appreciate you coming by, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew, something else, Andrew's man. done hey, a hell of a job on I, Twitter. I, I, I did. <laughs> recruiting. Appreciate you, <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, well, you're that Twitter guy. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, that's Done me. a hell of a that's, job. That's, that's, that's me. Before Andrew. we get the coach, let's shift gears real quick. Uh... Gabe Brown and Marcus Bingham Jr. have both declared for the draft. And uh, we're happy for them. I'll tell you, you know what? We're happy for them. They both had fine careers at, at Michigan State University. And I think when we look at, um, you know, uh, of us trying to, to recruit the next batch of young men, you have to see who's leaving and who's staying. And we're both very happy for... For Marcus, we're both very happy for Gabe, who gave us all that they had. Two wonderful young men. We want to thank you for everything you've given this university. We wish you all the best of luck as you head to this next chapter in your life. And Jason, anything to say on those two young men? Obviously, you know, with Gabe Brown, he's a guy that definitely laid it on the line. You, you, I, the, the biggest memory I have of him is how he used to be on the sideline when he was a up-and-coming player. And how he just sat there, you know, cheering on the sideline. And that became kind of a mantra even in the football stadium when, when people looked at, hey, it's time to get up and cheer because he had so much energy, so much spirit. Him going on to the NBA, I think that's a perfect move for him to go ahead and try to take and advance his family. I mean, you cannot knock a young man for trying to feed his family. And right now, that's the feeling that he has. He wants to get that done. And, and, and we're all behind him. That's what, what Spartans do. Spartan dogs definitely get behind each other and try to push each other through.
the finish line to try to get you know to the where the, the goals they want to get to. And and when you think about Marcus Bingham, he's a guy tall glass of water, man, seven foot tall, loves to shoot it outside. Tom Enzo wants him to bang down low. You know, let's see today's game. I mean, it's it's a very versatile game. I think that today's game suits a guy like Marcus Bingham Jr. because of the way that he plays. He's got that length and he has that range, you know, so I can see him playing in the NBA very soon. And I, I, we would definitely cheer for him no matter where he goes and what he does. And uh, we, we definitely take our hats off to what he's done for Michigan State. And uh, we'll, we'll always have him in our hearts going forward, Brian. Absolutely. Gabe, thank you. Marcus, thank you. Do we have a Gabe statement at all? Before, they had it up. They had it up. Oh, did they have it up? I'm sorry, yes. I mean, it's on my sheet, but that looks like hieroglyphics. I, ca- I came to read it. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. That's no. because you can't see because you have too many CCs in your forehead. Actually, 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 we wish both of them the best of luck. I saw that. I saw that on my sheet. I didn't realize it. you had that up there, but... Uh, we wish them both the best of luck. We absolutely do. So what's up for next year? So how do we fill those gaps? How do we fill those holes, Jason? When you look at, when you project. How, did you just ask me how? Tell me how. Well, let me tell you how, Brian. Tell me how, Jason. You got, you got all the answers. Go you, you, go, you go to this thing called this transfer portal. Okay. Okay? That's what you do. First, you go on that recruiting trail and recruit your, recruit your tail off. Okay. Then you go into that transfer portal and you find those big men, those physical freaks that we talked about in weeks past that Tom Izzo hasn't had but he deserves. Find them. Find those guys. And, and then after that, man, you just sit back and coach them up the way you've been coaching them up. Look, with NIL – which is something that we're going to continue to talk about. Name, image, and likeness. The door. What does NIL is open. stand for again? Who is Nikki? That's where it just it's name, image, and likeness. Players now can be paid, compensated for their name, image, and likeness. Supreme Court ruled on it, Brian. So who's Nikki? Talk, talk to me. Nikki, image, and likeness. Yes. All right. So. That's what we're looking at going forward. Endless and opportunities for people. Absolutely endless. But Coach Izzo hit the recruiting trail. Hit the recruiting trail. We saw that. We saw Coach and uh, Coach Wojcik and uh, Monty. Where we there. see Coach at? Oh, yeah. They're watching four-star Cathedral. Center. Oh, he's down in that town with me. Xavier Booker. Down there. I, I didn't see him at St. Elmo's. Hold on. Back in your, back in your neck of the woods. <laughs> Cathedral, man. That's around the corner, man. I, I can't believe it. Back in your neck of Tommy, the woods. Tommy, why didn't you call me? You didn't know that? I didn't know he was down there, man. Are you serious? I was just there. So but either, I was hanging out with Pop. We're going to go get him as a five, or we're going to enter the portal and get a five. Get both. Do both. Do you both. got room. You got a lot of room now. Coach, you hear that? We got fears coming in. We need you to get Booker or enter the portal and grab my cousin from Dearborn. What'd you call him? Oh, here we go with the cousins. My God, my God. Last week, that's we, we what you brought we can't, up. We, can't, we cannot do that no more, man. No, no you, you did alone. that last week. We got to leave him alone. No, I was offended. We, we left a, him there last I'm week. I'm going to let that go. I'm going to let that go. Leave your cousin there. 
I'm gonna let that go. But this is Alamir. This is what we're, we're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to. We're gonna. We need a five going into next year. Yeah, we all need. We a got five. two Scallies left, and we got uh, one of them spoken for, I believe. Yeah. And if we can, we can get Booker or get a five in the portal. We got a lot of young men, a lot of talent returning. What are your, what are your forecasts for next year, Jason? Any, have you thought about it at all? No. No, no, no. This oh, season, I'm still least, just getting over this season. At least you're season. honest. I'm just getting over this season right now. At least now. you're my, honest. Uh, oh, yeah, have I thought about next year? Are you kidding me? No. I'm just getting over this season, Brian. Tell me what your thoughts are for next season. What I'm telling you is what he needs to do in order to build himself up for next season. That's my opinion. I've already said that. So when I express that, Brian, I need you to counter that and tell me exactly what you think should be done for next year. And then, then we'll talk about that. Well, like, it doesn't make I, any sense. I, it's it's common sense. What? Battle and build. <laughs> Battle and build and chop. <laughs> Battle and build and chop. It's that simple. There is no other answer. That's how we get it done. Battle and build. Battle, Battle and build, build and chop. chop. <laughs> and get a five. There we go. Or get a two. five. You got two experienced guards that are going to come back. You got a lot of talent. Malik Hall is going to be a star. Hopefully, Joey Hauser can come back. We want him back for his ninth year, I believe. Get a five in the portal. Come on, man. Come on. Let's just be honest. Get a five in the portal. We love Joey Hauser. I love Joey. Oh, that's my Joey Bucket. He was stroking that boy at the end. He was stroking it. My guy. You get get those guys and come on back. And like like every other Izzo team, come March, we will be in the discussion. It's that simple. It it's really it's always been that simple. We had Duke up five. We were up five with five minutes to go. I'm going to tell you right now, Duke's gonna, Duke is going to win it all. Oh, oh, yes. you called it. I am. Duke is going to win it all. This is the most loaded Final Four in the history of Final Fours. You got four teams. None of them have less than three championships. We got it's all, ridiculous. We got all that excited about St. Peter's and Saint all these Pe- other schools, and everybody's all excited and all these Cinderellas and all this bullshit. <laughs> Guess what we ended up with? <laughs> four blue bloods. The same old. <laughs> the four blue bloods. The same old story, man. That's what, yeah. that's what we ended up with. Yeah. So I wonder Mark, how that happened. Listen, mark my words. Come next March. Tom Izzo will be part of the discussion. There's absolutely no question about it. Sorry. Hey, really qu- real quick. Quick shout out to the uh, women's gymnastics team as they head off to Seattle for the regionals. Congratulations. Very, very excited for you. Look at them. We haven't given enough love to women's athletics and women's sports, but uh, we're off to the... To you kidding me? We love lim- women's we sports. We do, but it's, we're off either. to the regionals, and look at A.D. Haller. There's coach there, and it's uh, it's exciting. Yeah, it's this women's is, I, I believe they took second place in the Big Ten. This is a great gymnastics team that we have, one of the best we had in a long time, so we're excited for you young ladies. We wish you the best of luck. Heading to Seattle, and uh, we believe we're, you're a uh, uh, a national contender, don't we? 
I, I mean, I think they're beautiful all the way through and through. Natural beauty. And they can do all those athletic things that you can't do, me or you can't do. And they Are you obviously and, and me? they don't and they don't need Botox. I'm do a split. And they don't need they don't need Botox for their forehead. That's the thing that impresses me the most about them. I wish they could come here on the show and help me out. That's what I need. So women's gymnastics. Anytime. I don't, I don't see anything wrong with Botox. It, I don't see anything wrong with it, but quite frankly, I'm just saying they're better than you. I, I wish them nothing but the best of luck. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Honestly, the best of luck. That's all I that's all I know. They're better than a lot. So love you. Love you, ladies. Before we bring on Coach Cap, before we bring him on, last week we came up with a segment. We decided to name it um overheard inside the locker room because i think it's important right that we um that we get in there and we talk about you know uh just kind of how our locker room would have perceived today's events and um it's actually a good perspective because we sit we laugh about it we joke about it so let's dive into our first topic herschel walker talking about CTR or CRT? CT. Yeah, CTR, CRT. I mean, you got that, Alex? Play for us. Over this country, people want to ask me all the time why I'm running. I'm sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of them want to teach CTR in, in school. Critical race theory. Can you tell me what that means? We're Americans. We're not black. We're not white. We're American. CTR. CTR, Jason. School. That's a damn shame. Preach. I, I, I have no idea. Don't give, don't, don't give, we're what? not here for good political opinions. First of all, what's no CTR? Idea what? What's his name? Herschel Walker. Yeah, I don't have any idea what Herschel Walker was talking about in that rally. That, 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 yeah, I mean, it was a beautiful MAGA rally that he was a part of right there. I know he was on The Apprentice Show with Donald Trump in the past, and, and, and he's, he's trying to make a point there. I don't know what CRT, CTR, 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 I'm sorry. I don't know what CTR is CTR. in school. CTR school. I don't in understand. school. I don't understand it. So, like, for me, if he's talking about critical race theory. Hold on, forget that. If we're in the locker room 30 years ago, Jason, we're sitting there. Here we go with the 30 years ago bullshit. Herschel Walker gets up there and talks about CTR. God, what are we talking about? It it does 30 years ago. That's exactly 20 years ago, 10 years ago today. What are we talking about? He's, that guy, there's a problem with guys like that in the locker room. CTR. Because people don't know what he's talking about. And they don't like guys that say things that they know that they don't even know what they're saying. So when guys know that guys are talking about things they don't even know what the hell they're talking about, it's a problem, Brian. I just, just want to know what CTR was, that's all. And how our, Is it 30 years ago or you want to know CTR? Tell want, me which one I it is. I want to know how our teammates would have perceived that. Comment by Herschel. They would have had 3,200 cc's in their forehead to make sure that their foreheads were just perfectly shiny 
on Wednesday night. That. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. We're gonna we're gonna stay away from politics. We're gonna talk about CCs in a forehead. That's fine. Next one. Next topic. <laughs> Overheard inside of our locker room. There it is, right there. Now. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Why do we have two? See, this one. This is the problem, man. We got two black men smacking out on. I don't know what. You know what? What are we what, smacking on? We're here? smacking. We're smacking. Who are we smacking? Who? <laughs> Who's smacking? Who? Who's? I just want to know. Let's go back to that picture for a second. We're sitting down in our locker room, 1993. And Flozel Adam looks at me, and he sees Joan slap one of our trainers. Well, Flo will smack you. Oh, yeah, besides <laughs> that. Besides that. And then, like, uh, Will Smith smacks Chris Rock. At this point, what are we talking about in the locker room? Jason, what are we talking about? First of all, that was one hell of a quick right hand that um, Will Smith put on. Was that real or was I, I that think, fake? It was real. I think it was real. It seemed staged from the onset, but you know when you look at all the you know you, you, you accumulate everything that happened after the fact and the way that he said, "Keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth" twice. The second time being very serious. I, I think that um, it was it was real, Brian. That's my opinion on that. But I think that you know when he when he played his most important role, I think for this particular smack was the Ali role that Will Smith played. I think it was about 15, twelve years ago. You know, Ali, <laughs> boom, my yeah, Ali when he when he was in there sparring with me when he was getting ready to fight Foreman, you know, over in Africa. You know, because he had that 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 lean. With that smack, and it was it was it was very textbook, to be quite honest. But come on, straight, now, like, uh, straight. Come on, like, like, let's just be honest. What do you mean? Let's be honest. What do you See, mean? You got you got, Joanne smacks the little guy. What? And then, and then Will smacks Chris Rock. What so are we talking about at that point? Are you going to be honest with the public or not? We'll cancel the show right now. Are you going to be honest about how many CCs? 32. Are running through. My forehead. Your 32. forehead. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what the hell Chris Rock was talking about. But I think he was. I think Chris Rock was doing his job. Will Smith, that's out of line. This is be honest. He was completely out of line for doing what he did. He apologized for it. Everybody's apologizing for it. And there's going to be some kind of a retribution or penalty behind it. At the end of the day, Brian, there's only one question that you or Tony Popovsky or anyone can ask. And that's who's sneaking, period. You know what? Fine. But if we can't answer that question today, we're bringing Coach on right now. Let's go. Chris Smith, we're bringing on 
No. Coach Kapilovic. Let's go. Well, Coach Cap, ladies and gentlemen. There, there he, he is. is right there. What's the head of the head of the juice squad right there. There got, he is. Coach Cap. It is a pleasure to have you, Coach. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's a pleasure to be here. Man, hey man, you got a nice look. What's that back there? All the windows, man. It look good back there. Hey. Not quite Mel Tuckerville. I'm, I'm on the other side of the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good that's a good side of the neighborhood. How you doing, coach? I'm great, man. Great. Middle of spring ball. Voice is a little bit shaky, but that's a good thing. Yeah, talk to me talk to us a little bit about, you know, I know there's a ton of injuries that have uh depleted the, the amount of guys that you are able to work with on a day in and day out basis. So with the spring, how, what are you doing to modify uh, what you would typically do in the spring? Yeah, you know, coach has been really good about, you know, we're limiting our reps a little bit in the team periods. We've kind of broken them up, you know, so, you know, you would do a couple team periods, some endo, you finish practice, maybe three or four team periods back to back. So we're not doing that. You know, we might go a team period and a seven on, so we can get a little more endo team period, another seven on seven, get a little more endo. And, and you know, even individuals challenging. I, I can't line up five guys and even put four or five guys on defense to do drills. So everything I do is half line. So everything we're doing right there is just a half line situation. But we're still getting a lot of quality reps to those young guys. And we're doing a good job of not wearing them out. When, when you're saying half line, that means the center, though, is always doing a lot of work, though. Right, Coach? Well, okay, there we go. There we go. We don't want to have the centers working too much, man. Because yeah, yeah, they got to be more like Brian. Because Brian, I'm gonna tell you, this is a guy who never ever went through a spring. He found a way to duck every winter conditioning, my every back, spring. Coach, my back hurt. Yeah, his back. Yeah, his back. My back still hurts, coach. But he, but he was ready to go. He was ready to go in the fall. Not, not a big fan of spring ball? Oh, hated it with a passion. And I loved it. it. I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, I that's probably it. why we were, you know, six and five when I played. But hated, hated spring ball with a passion. Coach, it's, you know, you've done a hell of a job. Last year you rolled two lines, got a ton of experience playing. Um, you know, when we look at this year, we got, uh, you look at, uh, you know, Duplain. Uh, Say Mac, you know the the transfer young man comes in. When when does uh, Green come in? From uh, um, from Washington State. Yeah, Washington State. When's he coming? May. In May. In May. Okay. So you got him coming in. As as horse horse is not horse is there. Horse is there. Horse is partic- participating this spring. He he, he did early. Um, he's working through. He's got some. He might get a, a little clean up in his knee. And so trying to keep him healthy for the fall, so we're working through that with him as well. And then um, how about um, Booker? We're excited about uh, – I'm sorry, Spencer Brown. Spencer uh, Brown. Yes. Yeah. How, how's he doing? He's really – you know, from, from what we read, from what we hear, he's, he's come along, he's, he's, he's beginning to develop. You know, uh, obviously you would know more than we would. Done. What, what, uh, how's he doing this, uh, this spring? Uh, he, he's making big strides. You know, uh, playing the bowl game, I think, was great for his maturation and kind of seeing what he's capable of. 
you know, the big thing for him, and you know this, all offensive linemen, you're really trying to find some kind of consistency. And so for him, he flashes really some good things. But then when he gets fatigued and tired, his technique goes out the window sometimes. So that's what we've been working with him, just being consistent. But the improvement from this time last year has been tenfold. So I'm excited about what he can bring to the table this fall. So, so, and like a serious question in terms of um, spring, spring, I mean, spring is just, it sucks. I mean, it's just, it's just, <laughs> it does I mean, it's just, suck. I, I mean, I hated it, but you got seven old linemen. How do you, how do you consistently get guys reps with seven, set rolling seven guys? I mean, how do you do that? Besides going, really, the only way is, I mean, how can you guys go? I mean, inside run, you can go, you can't even do inside. Yeah, you can do inside run, but how do you do it? How do you scrimmage? How do you do, how do you do, you know, some type of uh, uh, a scrimmage? Well, we scrimmaged with eight on Saturday. <laughs> so we, we got a little rotation going with the tackles and we had a rotation going with the center guards. You had guys playing multiple spots. Uh, nobody ever went more than six plays in a row. Everybody got at least two plays off in between those six plays. So we, we didn't wear anybody out. I felt like I was, uh, you know, I felt like I was a math professor or something. When I was doing <laughs> scripts trying to figure out the rotation. It took me about two hours. How can I rotate these guys where I don't kill anybody? So then it went down to six or seven. So we literally, we will do a team period and, and we'll get like four or five reps and we have scheduled in a TV timeout. So we'll actually take a few minutes off and then we'll we'll get back to some more reps. That's awesome. So 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 we're we're just grinding through, you know, to where we don't wear the guys out, to where we got nothing left, but yet we're still getting quality reps for everybody else. So like, just be honest, you know, <laughs> uh, because you know you and I have had private conversations about film that you watched on Jason Strayhorn 20 some years ago <laughs> and we, you know we don't we don't need to go public right now and be and we don't, we, tell I the mean, truth just, just go ahead I know what you're gonna tell ask. the truth can 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 Jason Strayhorn start on your line right now I would welcome him with open arms right now. <laughs> there, you, <laughs> now, there you go Brian come, come on he just asked you would you take an all big 10 first team performer consensus all big 10 center that's what he asked yeah Yeah, thanks brian yeah he teed it up so so nice of him i love brian Coach, what i want to know coach (laughs) here's what i want to know coach third and two closed under the horseshoe you're on the minus 18 yard line Got to get a first down. Everybody in the building knows we're going to run the football. Everybody. They know we're going to run the ball, and that's the only way we're going to win a Big Ten championship. Are we there yet? We're getting there. Ask me me in August when I Mm. have a full allotment of guys that give you a real answer. I can blow smoke and say yes right now, but when I'm out there with seven dudes right now, I can't tell you that. So (laughs) talk to me in August. Uh, that's what I want to know because you know I don't need to tell you you know historically our best teams when you look at the 13 team the 14 team the 15 team you know our best teams control the line of scrimmage and and that physicality when we can run the ball 
we can get out of that, you know, and, and, and we're on that minus 18, minus 22, minus 25, and get out of that. That's that's the most successful we have been as a program, and we have the utmost faith and confidence, utmost faith and confidence in what you're doing, Coach. Well, we're like, it, we're, we're extremely excited. Stray, uh, go ahead. Stray. You know, I want to ask. I mean, let's just talk to the coach a little bit. Let's let the people know, get to know Coach Cap, please. Coach Cap, like, talk. What's your background? Where you're from? Originally from Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, Cleveland like Coach town. Tuck. You That's and right. Tuck hung out together. You, Euclid Avenue, where East Side. East 99. Okay. Just, you know, family, Garfield Heights, Bedford Heights. I got people all over the place in that Cleveland area. Oh, oh. so you're a rich kid. <laughs> you must not have been. You must not have driven through Maple Heights. <laughs> rich I kid. Four, I can touch all four rooms in our house standing in one spot. <laughs> That's why I worry about my kids now. I said they must be. They're they're soft. They didn't have to go through that. Oh <laughs> man, the kids we have now. Well, how did you get just... to meet Coach Tucker? Where'd you guys first meet? Man. I, that's a great story. I don't know how much time you have, but no, no, we got, we got, we got two and a half hours. Yours. Go ahead. Awesome. <laughs> so I didn't know Mel from Adam when he got the Colorado job, but a good friend of mine, Sam Pittman. Sam Pittman is the head coach of Arkansas now. I worked with yes. Sam at Kansas. I replaced Sam at North Carolina, and he was working with Mel at the time at Georgia. Obviously, I knew Jay Johnson. But Mel, Mel went to three guys to figure out who his O-line coach should be. He went to Andy Heck, who's O-line coach for the Chiefs. Andy had played at Notre Dame. Jacksonville with Mel, and I had coached both of Andy's sons at North Carolina. So he knew he knew me as a peer and as a parent. And then he asked Sam, and then Joe Pendry, who's kind of uh, Nick Saban's right-hand man. It just happened to be all three guys said the same name. And, and then so Mel gave me a call. And, and we played against each other. We played Georgia in the kickoff classic, so he knew how my guys played. And uh, this one I love to do. We got on the phone for about five minutes, and he was like, do you need to interview? And I kind of laughed. I was like, well, isn't that a question for you? And he was like, hey, man, I've seen you guys play. I trust where we're at. I'm not an O-line guru, so, you know, I feel good about you. I said, well, I watched your uh, your introduction video and, and the facilities. I'm all in. So five minutes later, the job was done. That, that's how it all went down. Wow, I love. I mean, that's incredible, man. And I'd love, but that's I, how the best relationships are formed, though. Yeah, don't take long. No, you know, oh, when you no. know, you know. When you know, you know. Yeah. Oh, hey, when, yeah. I, when I got to Colorado, it didn't take me long to work with Coach Tuck and, and figure out that like this is this is the best dude. Like you couldn't ask for a better guy to work with. I mean, from his plan on, on what we need to do to win championships to his his passion for recruiting. But also just how everybody in the building believes in what we're doing, like that culture, relentless, all those things he says, everybody believes it. And when, I, when I'm, as an assistant coach, I'm sitting there watching the team when the head coach is talking to them. And sometimes you're in there and you can see some of these kids is going one ear out the other. But these kids, man, they, they're, they're on edge. They believe in everything Coach Tuck says and what the plan is. And that's important because you know if, if, if the head coach can have the team if he can have a team believe in it all going one direction, you have a chance to have great success. So it didn't take me long to realize that, man, I, I was with the best in the business, and, and I really something special with them. And, man, it worked out great that we both got to come here together. All right, Coach, I'm going to ask you some specific questions about 
what your criteria, what you're looking for in an ideal world. If you can just say, look, you know, all you know, bullcrap aside, if you want to go out and get your your top tackles, guards, and centers, what would you be looking for in those athletes? If you're going out and you can just get anybody, no matter where they are in the world, what would a good offensive tackle look like for you? Well, offensive tackle is, is love to have length. You know, having those guys have that length on the edge, blocking those those freakish shut the ends coming off. You know, unbelievable feet, uh, very athletic, can naturally bend and sink. And, and you know, with all the guys, if they play with an edge and have a little nastiness to them, that's 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 a plus. But it's required to have some guys in your room that can play that way. But you really want those guys to be really athletic and long, and, and can match up with those guys coming off the edge. And then when you work the inside. You know those guards and centers. I want those to be. I want them to be big, physical dudes. Like they got to be able to move 300 pound plus man against their will on a regular basis. And, and again, I want them to enjoy finishing blocks and playing nasty. And if you can get some guys that kind of do that, the rest of the room will follow, as you know. So, you know, can can they bend? Can they move their feet? Can they bring their hips? I don't want waist benders. I don't want stiff guys. And if they play with an edge, then I feel like we can have a hell of a line. You know, Coach. Um, Brian, you, br- you be out. Yeah, I would be out. I can't. I can't. Bad back. Can't bend. 6-1. Won't practice in spring. Tough. Yeah. Tough. <laughs> got, a great, got a great smile, though, Coach. I'm not, there's no, no question in that. Thank no you. Question. I got a great smile. But. Ready to run through a wall, though, huh? But you know when you that you talk about that nastiness, right? And I don't, you can't teach that. You really can't teach that. And you know, you talk about a guy like a horse, right? Where he just plays through the echo of the whistle, the term we constantly heard. Mm-hmm. Play through the echo of the whistle. And how do we, how do we find more guys like that with that mentality, that mantra? That, that that way that they live by. I mean, because that is, that, is a, that is a very unique trait to have for an offensive lineman. Very unique. No question. It, it, it's Well, it's recruiting, you know, and, and you're watching film and, and you're looking for those guys that just enjoy dominating every snap. Because here's the thing. You can be a really good player and dominate at the high school level, but when you get to college, you're going against guys – that are as good or better than you day in and day out. So sometimes some of those guys lose that edge, you know? So if there's a way you can really measure what truly is in somebody's heart and the passion they have, that would be the key to recruiting some of these guys. So you kind of take what the, how they play on film. If I'm watching a high school kid and he's not playing hard, and he's not trying to finish at all on his tape in high school, it's not going to happen here. I believe you know, that you can get kids to play harder. I believe that if you've got some guys in your room that will do that on a regular basis, a lot of the other guys will follow suit, and, and, and you can see that. So you can even see a jump in our guys from, from 20 to 21 when you had a few more guys in the room that were trying to finish dudes in practice and in games, and you saw it become contagious. But you got to see it on tape. You're not going to manufacture it, and you're not, like you said, if it's not in them in high school, it's going to be hard to get them to be that way in college for sure. You know, Coach, um, 
I just was just curious as Mel's been very unique in, in turning football into a 12 month season around here, right? Where yep. he's, he's got everybody bought in all the MSU, Twitter, social media, you know, he's got it all. It's, it's April is not a, it's not a lull period for any of us. It's everybody's so excited and everybody bought in. C- can you see that as a, as a coaching staff, can you see everything that that's being done to engage the fan base? on social media and to get everybody to buy into the program and really stay excited 12 months a year. Do you see that or are you too busy, you know, doing what you got to do? Uh, absolutely. You know, I have to see it because I have to be active on social media and recruiting and everything that goes with it. So you're, you're definitely a part of it. You, you, you feel it. You see what Coach Tuck is doing. And we, we've got a strong – Like, we got a strong energy right now with this program. And when people come here and visit us, they can feel it, they can see it. And we got to capitalize on that now. So, you know, recruiting is paramount right now. And, and, you know, the things that Tuck does, he's just a tireless worker. Like, he'll he'll visit whoever needs to be visited. He'll go see, he'll he'll promote community. It doesn't matter. And and that's, you know, we see that. And that motivates you to want to work that much harder. So... Just, just the community, the recruiting—it all ties together. But I, you, you can feel it. There's no, no question. You can definitely feel it. Definitely, hey, coach. You talk about like your day. I mean, you, you have a lot of responsibilities that you have to do as a, as an offensive line coach. I mean, you don't have one guy. It's not like you're a tight ends coach with just one player or quarterback coach. Not saying nothing against quarterback coach Jay Johnson <laughs> because you got a lot of. It's a heavy job, you know. It's heavy lift, but. For you, what does a day look like? An average day will look like for you as an offensive line coach at Michigan State. Well, if if let's just talk when we're in spring or fall or whatever, you know, it's it's it's. I love we practice in the mornings. I don't know if everybody knows that. I, I had coached twenty seven years in, in the afternoons, and we did it uh, that first year at Colorado, and I fell in love with it. So you get to walk in the door like I bring my practice gear home. And when I get in the morning, I, I get dressed for practice, throw my regular clothes in a bag and walk in and we're ready to go. You know, and, and the thing about it is, you know, when, when you walk in that bag, have juice and, and that's really important for your guys to feed off of that. You know, I, I don't want any energy vampires or guys being, uh, you know, half, half, half asleep in meetings. So we get through those meetings, we go out and practice, we get off the field. You know, we're, we're lucky enough to have a little time to get a little workout in. Then we come up and watch the tape from the, what we just saw, you know, grind on the tape, every piece of practice we can get. We talk about what's going to go in the next day. You know, if it's in season, it's game planning. If it's spring, we're talking about installs. And then it's going straight to recruiting. You know, it's, it's as a staff, we're evaluating guys. By myself, we're evaluating guys. My, my assistant, Gerard James, is getting on the phone with coaches and players. I mean, the one thing about recruiting is that you – you feel like there's always something you can be doing. You know, it, 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 you almost can't relax, but that's fine. That, that's what makes – I don't care. There's no gurus out there. We're as good as the players we have. And so we, we got to always be recruiting. So that's kind of what it is. You know, you just keep going that route. You know, you're available to your guys. Great thing is the afternoons are done with classes. They come up and get extra work. You know, we bring them up there. We got guys struggling. We're doing extra tape, extra studying. You know, today we had uh, – we had three of the, the guys that played last year came up, and, and, and I just put them through a simulation of being interviewed by uh, scouts and coaches. 
board work, questions about their background, all that good stuff, try to rattle them, get them prepared. So, you know, there's always something going on. There's always something to be working on. And, you know, and then you get to the house and, and then from there, you know, it's, it's calling recruits, it's texting recruits, it's, it's checking your social media, it's, you know, retweeting or whatever you need to do. So it, it, it goes all day and into the evening and then you get cranked up for the next day. Coach, you're doing a hell of a job, Coach. We're excited to have you. And uh, not much time for sleep there. No, you gotta sleep fast. No, you got to sleep hey. fast, <laughs> right? You can get five or six. You're good. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> all you need. Yeah. I love it. Love well, it. <laughs> you know, Coach, it's a pleasure to have you. Thank you. I got one last question for you before we let you go. Absolutely. When you're um, you're in the top. You're you're drafting in the first round in the NFL, and you've. You can, you're an anonymous scout on who the best rush ends are in the draft. Where you rank the two kids from Michigan at? I don't feel like, like it's hard for me to even say that word. Done. All right. Thank you, coach. We're good. Great so, answer. That's great, great, great answer. <laughs> <Boop>. <laughs> Great answer. We're good, Coach. We love you. Thank you. Wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much. And we'll be up hopefully for the spring game. And, uh, for sure. You know, let us know if we can help you in any way. And uh, Wait, wait. Hey, what does juice bring mean? Bring your pads. What does juice mean? What does juice mean? Tell, tell, tell the people what the juice means. Yeah, juice. what's the juice? Yeah. Bring the juice. Tell us. Juice Squad is a lifestyle. Everybody knows that your team and program it's only going to be as good as your old line. Mm. And, and, and that's it's a lifestyle. And, What's wrong with you? So if, if the old line, damn it, you got to bring the juice to the meetings, to the practices, to the weight room. If the old line walks out the practice field, they're dragging ass. You're have a bad day. Same yeah. thing on game day. God Same damn right. So we got to bring the juice every day in everything mm. we do. And so that's what it's all about. Like I said, it, it's a mantra. It's who we are. It's a lifestyle. Like, if you catch me, I told my guys, you ever catch me not bringing juice to the meeting and slipping, you make sure you let me know. Because it ain't going to happen. We got to bring the juice in everything we do. We got to lead the program. And that's the way it's got to be. No, man. Bring the juice, Jason. There we go. Let's go, Brian. That's Come it. on now. Damn it. Moose. Coach. <laughs> appreciate you. We love you, brother. You. Thank you for, appreciate you for joining us, Coach. Thank you so much for your time. We'll have you on uh, probably once a week. So just get ready, okay? <laughs> we'll, we'll Let's play do you it. In. Uh, <laughs> thank you for Juice joining squad. us, Coach. Yes, Take sir. Take care, Coach Cap. Love, right. love, love you, Coach. Too, man. Thank you, Coach Cap, offensive line coach, Michigan State. He's done a hell of a job, I'll tell you. Yeah, Rolled two is. lines last year. Got seven playing right now. Got some young, young, young men coming in. Got a transfer coming in, and and we know as you know as well as I do. So goes the offensive line. Oh. So I goes. love that definition of juice squad because that's 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 perfect. I mean, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. The, the team relies on the offensive line bubble cuz so everybody no knows that at the end of the day, there's only one question: who's sneaking in that that's offensive it. line? No, it's all, must be the one who dictates the pace of the all, team. It's all, it's all about bubble cuz all day, all that's day, it. every no day. No question about it, ladies and gentlemen. I am Brian Wasalam. And that's the honorable. No, no, no. Former honorable. Former what? emeritus, Brian. Yes, Brian Mosalem. Along uh, your co-host for Inside the Locker Room, along with my co-host, the honorable Jason Strayhorn. Thank you 
for joining us this week and inside the locker room. We'll see you next week. God bless and go green. Good night. God bless. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit Visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.